Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon. What's up, everyone? Hurricane Liz here, back for another Professor's Podcast. And with me, as usual, I got the man, the myth, the legend, Howie Tai is on board today. And Howie, today we've got a defending champion here. So you want to tell a little people a little bit about our special guest and why he's the defending champion and why I know that he's going to release some really sexy information today to you guys, but he's even got more fireworks prepared for the event, which is happening on October 4th and 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada, which I'll give details on at the end of this podcast. But Howie, tell us a little bit more about this mystery guy. Before that, you guys, you guys have to know this podcast. I think Liz is not feeling well, but he's she's still like a trooper doing this. Is it bronchitis <laughs> yeah. or something like that? I got bronchitis. How we ain't nobody got time for that? Uh, I know. Have you, you ever seen Sweet Brown on YouTube? Um, got bronchitis. <laughs> so yeah, she could barely talk. I think so. Bear with her. So Corey, Corey is one of he won our belt, I believe. The white, the uh, smartest marketer, I believe, yeah. in Miami last time around so that's why we uh, brought him back we actually uh, actually he he, he wants something in cabo too howie he can, yeah he let's can let's let's let, let's be clear about this i'm i'm the <laughs> two-time winning champion i <laughs> i have i have one of the awards right here the big you know smart, kind of phallical type of you know light bulb. <laughs> yeah light bulb and uh and i also have a belt but i have to tell you that the belt was stolen and wow so my daughters, they're teenagers. They have obviously like lots of friends that come in and out of my house and my wrestling belt is now missing. So I do not know what happened to it. That's insane, Corey. That just goes to show you that award really like people loved it that much. So you're going to have to get a new one and there is one up for grabs on the fourth and fifth. So I know you're going to come in there, guns blazing. You're going to be firing away at the gems that you're going to give the audience. That's for certain. Well, you know, funny thing about that belt, and I, I know I told a bunch of people this, but so when I when I was coming back from Cabo with that belt in my suitcase, the I, I went through security, and and they looked at it through the X-ray, and they saw the belt, right? And and these you know these Mexicans, they were like, they saw this champion belt, and they thought I was a professional boxer, and these guys were like oh so nervous when they were approaching me because they just thought I was like I won a belt. <laughs> So, Howie, uh, Howie, how do you feel about that? Knowing that somebody stole an award that you gave out in one of your masterminds. This is actually not the first. One of our uh, speaker, I think I forgot where, which one was it. I think it was someone else. Uh, it was it was also Hendrick, uh, Cedric. Was it Cedric? Cedric. Yeah, yeah Cedric yeah. got a belt, right? Yeah, he won in Florida. So, so what it is is that someone, someone, someone took his belt. And brought it back to like I think Romania or something like that. I don't remember who what, what happened, but someone took his belt, and then he's like, "What the heck happened to my belt?" And it, I, it was so crazy at that event that everyone got drunk. I guess they were talking about each other, and they said, "Hey, uh, can I take your belt?" And then somehow he said yes, and then that, and then and then when the next morning he wakes up, he said, "Where's my belt?" <laughs> That's mm -hmm. how crazy it is at our events, right? 
Yeah, the coveted belt. I got to say, I, I'm excited to see who wins this one. They better hang on to that belt because it seems a lot of people got some sticky fingers when it comes to coming around that belt. I mean, it is. it does look like a WWE belt, let's face it. So it is a, it is a sexy object and a lot of people, like they want to show it off because, hey, they won it. But either way, we got Corey um, Alden, right? I didn't butcher your name. Did I, Corey? I butcher everybody's name. No, no, no. You got it right. <laughs> yeah, particularly today, as, as how I mentioned, I've got some bronchitis, so it's kind of a little difficult to, to talk on here. But the show must go on, people. It must go on. And uh, Corey, let's first start with the usual starting point. I know a lot of people do know you, but you know, since they've gotten to know you, you've done a podcast with us in the past. A I haven't, actually. Changed. I've never. I haven't really? Done you never have. I have ne- I haven't done any podcasts, and this is the first time Howard had to. Ki- Howard was like, I don't want to say he's begging me, but like he was pushing me to do this podcast, and he won me. At, he he invited me to eat pho with him, and that was that was the that was the breaking point. I'm like, okay, fine, I'm gonna do that. What, what, what do you? Uh, sorry, what do you mean? I, I always invite you to pho. It's not the first time. It's like the fifth or tenth <laughs> time already. I know, but that was the first thing we did when we sat down. You're like. Here, I'm sending you the link. Sign up. And, and it's funny is I know I know Bradley's going to be watching this. Bradley's been asking me to do his podcast for like two years. And I've like, I've, <laughs> I just haven't done it. So he's, I know he's going to say something to me when he sees this. Well, oh, you mean Bradley? He's got to take you to the places Powie takes yeah. you to. <laughs> yeah, he's got to treat me to pho. Yeah. Take wine and dine me. Howie, so they <laughs> came out just for you. Corey just came out just for you. Yeah, it's kind of hard, you know, you got to get all these, like, wrestle them up in, like, herds and try to get them to present. It's not easy, guys. You're talking about, like, underground people, you know, that doesn't like to come out to speak, and they're not speakers, you know. And, like, uh, what Tim was saying, he's, he's a, you know, he's a speaker. He goes out to every event and speaking, and the people that are in our list of speakers, he never heard, he never heard of. So, because yeah, he knows that's good, right? Yeah, If to remind everybody, Tim said he was a... Uh, slut a slut of some sorts he said he liked to slut around at every event out there so no no i said i was a slut i said i was a social slut he i said he's even more of a social slut than me tim the number one social slut on the planet uh says that he's not heard of half these speakers that that should tell you guys something about where you should be october 4th and 5th but uh let's get started with Corey. Corey, so usually every guest that comes on here we kind of have them give an elevator pitch to Howie. We have them pretend they're on an elevator with Howie and they obviously want to speak at Howie's event. Obviously, we now know that Howie's been begging you to speak on his podcast, but let's just say the tables are turned and Howie's begging you to be, uh, or you're begging Howie to be a speaker at this event. Tell him in the next minute, give him your best elevator pitch to who you are and why you are qualified to speak at this event. I mean, okay. So, I mean, I I specialize... In, in marketing and operations. I mean, like, you know, I, I master both of those things. I mean, I've had an agency for, for such a long time and, and been able to scale businesses from both big, from small to, to publicly traded. And at the same time, I, I'm able to apply my marketing principles with automation. So it's like any, any type of Amazon seller that's, that's doing any type of numbers, they're going to benefit from what I'm able to do because it doesn't require a lot of overhead and a lot of money. It requires automation and basic principles. And I'm basically handing you opportunity. Like, you know, so when I, when I get on these, when I get on these types of uh, events, I, I start fresh with my, with my slides. You know, I don't reuse anything. I try to come up with new stuff that I've been testing and been modifying. And, and I just bring value. And I try to bring somebody like, look, 
you're literally making your money with what, with what I'm bringing to the table. And I literally think of that. I look at, okay, how much does this event cost? And I think about, okay, if I'm bringing them X, Y, and Z as like goodies and tips, what kind of value are they going to get? Are they going to make their money back when they just come see me, let alone anybody else? I just think about it myself. And that's, that's kind of the value that I'm bringing to, you know, every time I bring. And that's why that's honestly, I think that's why I won the last two is because I just provide so much shit. You know, it's like, I don't know if I can swear. sorry. <laughs> but like, that's the goal is, and, and just like the last guy that I, I watched one of your podcasts on, we have the same mentality. I think a lot of us do. It's, I do not keep secrets. I have zero interest in holding back and reserving because I will come up with a million more, you know, and it's, it's that positive energy and being able to just give back to people. And I just give people so much value. Like when we're, <laughs> when we're like, when we're sitting talking, cause I'll come up with more stuff, you know, that's just, that's just how we do it. Howard, remember the one time we had fun with, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to mention his name, but like we sat there at lunch and, and, and we were all eating and I was just giving him all of these tips on Etsy. And he was like writing them down like crazy. And, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I don't mind. I'm going to come up with more tips on, on how you can do stuff. And, and we got free lunch out of that because he, he's, he's, like, he's like, this was so worth it. Uh, he, he's uh, one of the mastermind members that was with also at Miami, I believe. Miami. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was so, at Miami. Yeah. yeah. So there's uh, all these crazy, uh, crazy nuggets like throwing out at us like left and right, even during the yeah, it seems to me like I, I think Howie, one of the uh, one of the things that like I was, you know, I'll share this with Corey too. We talked, and you were talking about the wolf earlier. That was the guy that was like wanted to give all information to all people. Uh, he even told me where he bought his wolf. Remember that? That was a, a <laughs> yeah. Right now, so far, what I'm gathering by Co Corey is the key to his heart is uh, his stomach. So <laughs> taking him out to eat, where you're gonna have to ask Howie where he's taking him out to eat because everything seems to come out when you take him to the, these places. But Corey, going to that. Uh, I'm a big believer in, I, I think, uh, Joe Polish, who's a head of Genius Network, always taught us this. And I'd sometimes sit there and say, like, oh, God, this is just such a load of crap. But life gives to the giver and takes from the taker. No, I agree. One thing I saw from you in Cabo is that in order to even win that belt, which is just goes to show how sexy that belt was, you even went above and beyond. Like, to make sure that you captured the belt, you went back to your seat and you kind of reconvened and then you came back up there and when everybody gave their final words and final push you basically got more tricks out of your bag and you gave more people what trick right now can you at least give this audience that's not going to give away too much i know you mentioned you were going to give them a couple tricks let's start there by just one little tip that you can give the audience right now that will pretty much give them an idea of who Corey alden really is like you know he's giving them some things here and there he's making them curious he's making them want more. Oh man. Okay. I mean, I got to save the big ones though for later. Like uh, there's been so much stuff that I've been working on, you know, over the last like year. Like, I, I mean, and I, I want to really understand the audience. And I think that's a lot of that. I even understood when I, when I'm speaking, like when I'm there, even if, especially if I'm not speaking on day one, I try to get to know everybody and what they're looking for and what they're doing. And I try to already bring my tools and revise them. And so it's like, okay, here's what I'm going to give you guys, because this is what's catered to you. You know, it doesn't make any sense for me to give somebody, you know, some beginner stuff that I know that none of, nobody's going to use. So it's like I try to build it also while I'm there. But I mean, for now, I mean, just something little that I just I've discovered recently is because I've been launching new products all summer with, the, with the, my new company. And it, this is so basic, but it's like so dumb. It makes sense. Like, for example, when you launch a product, 
what I've what I've been doing recently is I would launch a product and I really focus on trying to get those stars initially, right? You got to get those Amazon Vines reviews in and then you got to get a couple of stars, you know, on your profile. And even when you get like two or three stars, what I then did is I turn on the auto for, for Amazon. I just do like a budget of like a hundred bucks a day and I don't touch it. I let that ride as I don't care what happens, but you have to have at least one or two stars to do that. And I'll tell you right now, I went and I went from in, within 30 days, I, I keep my eye on Helium 10. And then I look and I had 3000 keywords organically ranked already for my product, right? And then recently I just did it right before I got on this call. I wanted to see well, what was the difference. It's, and it's been about three months. I now rank for 6,666 keywords, all from that one auto campaign, literally no other PPC that I'm doing. And because I needed to check my, my inventory levels and when I'm actually going to reorder and my pacing, but like that little thing has just made a huge difference. And, and honestly, the sales volume was just through the roof just off of that one. And then the moment I turned off that auto, I kid you not, it's almost like Amazon shaming me and like throwing rocks at me when I'm walking down because they're like, no, no more, no more rankings for you. And like, I, I saw a massive decline just off of pausing that. So it's just something, something so simple just made a huge difference just from launching a product. That's amazing. That's pretty cool, Corey. And like I said, that's just one tiny thing. You obviously have a bunch of tricks up your sleeve. You're saving some, a big surprise for people at the event. As we were talking about earlier, I cannot reveal that. I can just say that I've never heard of what he talked about. So I'm assuming that it's going to be really great because of what it actually does. So despite the fact that I've not heard of it, it's still, it's going to be pretty great because I know what it's capable of doing. And that, that says a lot coming from like, we've been selling this and this marketplace, like I've been selling for like almost 10 years now. Howie, from you, why is it, let me ask you this, Howie, why is it that you are always trying to get Corey at the event? Like, tell me what it is about Corey that you always want him there. You always want him in your circle. What, what is it? That's really special, but I'm not, no, I'm not saying that Corey's not special because I had the pleasure of hanging out with him. So I absolutely know what a Jemmy is, but tell me how he, what is it about Corey that stands out? Well, <clears throat> Corey, like we're talking about like, you know, championship belts and stuff like that. We're talking about all that. Right. And Corey's actually one of those guys that are actually like going, trying to win the belt. So he would like, like Corey said, he goes out and he actually goes and speaks to every single one of our like kind of mingles with all the like, people and try to get to see what is actually on their mind and then revise their, his PBT on the last minute after hearing the speakers, how good they are. And then he's trying to up his game, trying to compete, trying to beat them at the last minute. We're talking about this is like real champions boxing style, you know, trying to figure out your, your your competitor looks like they're analyzing competitors and stuff like that. And then also the audience and everything. This is really good stuff. You know, he's really out there to win as well as all the SOPs that he gave out last time. That's why he won, right? He got all the SOPs, making everything automated, everything like like evergreen so that everyone just sits there and and, and gets all the, all the, reap all the rewards. But Liz also does the same thing. I, I got to admit, I, we were at Ty Lopez's uh, mastermind, I think Paradigm Shift. She was at the last minute uh, mingling and talking and also at the last minute before her talk, like I'm talking about like 10 minutes before her talk, she was finishing up her PPT presentation on her MacBook. You, you remember that, Liz? 
Of course, how can I forget that, Howie? That's uh, that's what I usually do. Wait till the last minute. <laughs> yeah, before we were speaking and everything, and then all of a sudden I see uh, Liz. Liz, you don't have your 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 presentation ready. And she says, uh, "No, I'm I'm here to investigate what kind of what kind of audience we have here, and then I'm gonna make it, or else." she might not do a good job so that's how good that's the kind of people we are working with here and that's why we want to um get back get Corey back here because we know he gives a lot of value to our mastermind members as well as the as the ess group yeah that that you know that says a lot i want to say this about Corey. yeah how he's absolutely right how valuable is it to and this is a, obviously a rhetorical question for the audience how valuable how valuable is it to be able to have a guy that's out there competing, trying to win the grand prize, which I know he's going to just go all out this one. I, I can't even imagine Corey's presentation. I'm like prepared. I've got my notepad out. I'm ready to rock and roll because like how he said, he's going to go out and talk to everybody and like, life gives to the giver takes from the taker. He's going to try and help each individual person that attends. And that goes a lot to say about Corey, but it also goes a lot to say about the types of people that actually attend this event. They're looking to share they're looking to share hard and they're not worried that these like are such coveted secrets that they have to hold to their heart and never reveal to anybody. But with that being said, Corey, the last couple of events you've been to, I think you've been to two, am I right? Cabo and Miami. How many friendships did you make that you still keep in contact with, or you're able to just pick up the phone and call and talk to and uh, figure out like what's going on or, or how it can help your business? Oh yeah, a lot. I mean, I have so many people. I mean, we have all these group chats now that we all stay in touch with you know, we, we do, especially localized, we do meetups and stuff. I know the pandemic kind of, kind of put a spoke in the a wrench in the spoke, you know, cause, cause everybody wanted to keep getting together and hanging out. And then it kind of, you know, things went a little haywire, but we've all been communicating and all been kind of exchanging ideas and tips and what's been kind of going on, especially with Amazon constantly changing, you know, with inventory levels and, and all this crazy stuff that they've been just going all over the place for. It's important to stay in communication with all of us because it's like, now it's your part of this little inner circle that you can, uh, you know, get all these latest up to dates with what's going on. You're not like just sitting back waiting for, you know, another year and, and everything's going to be changing. So you're constantly, constantly getting new stuff and new, new updates and stuff with what's going on. That's why honestly I recommend for people is to, to be a part of this because you're getting, you're not only getting your value when you actually come here. And, and yeah, like you said, I will literally give people so much value of resources that they can take with them. You know, I look at I look at what the topics are and I look at, okay, we're talking about reviews or okay, is reviews one of the major topics? External traffic is one of the major topics, competitors making more money, growing your business, scaling your business, external revenue, you know what I mean? That's what's constantly going in my head. And I just have to see what what type of sellers we have there and what type of products that they're selling so I can kind of help figure out for them what they need to do. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I can say for one, Corey, and I'm actually pulling up the data here, but the the biggest and most requested topics in general for this time around, one of the top ones was external traffic, which we know how he loves to to talk about that. And he's been the pioneer in that. I want to say for the past how long have you been talking about external traffic? How two, years, two years. Two yeah. years plus. Yeah, two years he's been talking about that. He's been hammering it like so much, but it is the number two requested topic, external traffic sources. Number one still, as usual, which is the thing that you specialize in, Corey, launching and ranking is still by far the most requested thing. And then last one or third one is review acquisition. After that, 
Then it's another thing you specialize, SOPs and automation, getting around the restocking. I guess there's a restocking trick and getting the Amazon's choice badge rounded out. But just knowing those five or six topics that people want to learn more about, tell me, as, as you've thought about this, what are the couple big topics that you feel you could speak about at this event that would truly impact somebody's business? Well, I mean, when I can get this test done, and I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully going to be starting it next week, one of the major topics, see, I don't want to promise because I still have to make sure that it's really ready and it's really ready for people to understand and learn and, and, and it's not ready yet. But I can tell you cold email is the one thing that I've been truly focusing on because email is one of those things where it's like when it's done right, it's, it's going to convert, you know, and, and being able to help people provide another lead source that can either go direct to Amazon and direct or direct to their website and their lander and being able to automate that so you don't have to have a massive team of people and giving them all the resources that I've tried. That's going to be, I think, a major, major thing that, that I want to be able to release now. And if that's not ready, I have other items of, of things that I also want to talk about as well. Like SEO is one of my absolute specialties. It's one of the, the things that I've been doing for so long. I mean, I did SEO for Fashion Nova back in the day that, that helped them grow pretty significantly. So, uh, so that's also something of a long-term kind of an asset that businesses should understand on how to be able to grow as well by building out uh, certain types of, you know, I guess you can call it real estate on the, on the internet. Yeah. And you know, I know how he has something to add to that, but I was just going to say, I've got a very good friend who is a, one of the top SEOs in the world and he uses cold email to get all sorts of maps clients. Um, I think he's using Pitchbox, but it's worked tremendously for him. And that's kind of how he gets people in to his funnel. And then eventually he can, ends up converting them for $1,500 a, a month as a client. So I know that cold email for one is an a very invaluable untapped resource. But how we, how do you feel about um, all that like data that Corey's working on? How excited are you for that? I kind of actually seen some of the stuff that he was talking about. So like it's so that's the reason why we want to get them in there. If we can get that automated and uh, systemized, where our clients can you know our members of the event will come and pick up that up from Corey and be able to do it for themselves, you know. So that, that's something that is uh, very interesting to everyone. And I see a big potential. So you can automate your funnels, making sure you have your, keep your uh, fan base, you know, for your group. And later on, you'll be like Anchor with 30 or 40 million uh, active fans. And you can just shoot out a email or a uh, inside a group. And then you'll be able to rank any product that you want. You don't even need to do anything. How you are one slick devil. Now I see how you get these uh, underground guys to to do this. You you're you're a slick devil, Howie. <laughs> you feed them, you feed them, and you give them alcohol. Howie, we give them for Yeah, yeah. I think you took teacher. me to one of those places too in Vegas. Yeah, I remember yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. We we had some yummy one. Yeah, it was, it was delicious. But uh, you to, this is how you do it. They, they call me a social sled, but you know my wife says it. But you, this is how you do it. You have to analyze this. You need to know Corey, what kind of person he is. Corey likes hot sauce. Corey likes his coffee. Corey likes his pho. All that you bring them all together into one, and then you get them. Oh, you, everything spills. Listen, like I have an idea. For us. Howard, yeah. I have an idea. We should do a like a hot ones chicken wing challenge in vegas and have people eating all the different levels of hot sauce and like we can do something like that that would be like 
Golden I'm feeling you're going to win, Corey. I, I saw Shaquille O'Neal do this, and the guy was sweating uh, four or five levels in. He's like He's just sweating up a storm. Oh, I love watching that. It's so funny. You know, well, one thing I was going to tell you guys, too, that I thought was interesting, and, and this, I think a lot of our speakers, I think a lot of people have similar things, but this is a funny story that happened to me when I was younger, and it's kind of always kept in my mind of how I, how I provide certain things for people. So when I was like 16, I used to work at Wendy's. And, and I was a burger flipper, a fries, whatever, you name it. And at one time, they wanted me to go out in the parking lot and sweep the parking lot. And it's on a Saturday. And so I'm like, whatever. So one thing that we'd always do is I would take a whole handful of chicken nuggets, stick them in my pocket. And for me, it was like, it was like a break. I would sweep the, the parking lot and I would eat chicken nuggets while I'm like sweeping, right? So anyway, so I'm, I'm going near the entrance and I see these two like little boy scouts kind of like selling something. I don't, I don't even remember what they were selling. And I walk up to these kids and I was like, I was like, Hey, I said, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys want to do something with your life, you better do it. Otherwise you're going to be sweeping a, a parking lot just like me. Right. And I remember seeing the look of horror on these kids eyes that this, you know, like I'm sweeping and then this is my job. Right. Fast forward to I was in college or something like that. And I came home to like, I don't know, for the summer. And, and one of these kids was grown older. He was out of, out of high school. And he walks up to me and says, you don't know who I am. But I have to tell you, he said, you changed my life. He's like, you scared me so much by telling me about working at Wendy's and sweeping the, sweeping the pavement. He's like, I worked my ass off. And, and I ended up becoming a better person because of that influence. And I, you know, I, I owe it to you. I, I can't tell you how much, how amazing that felt that this, that this kid told me this. And I was like, wow, that's a really impactful thing. And it's like, why not try to do that more? You know, it's like, get that energy out there. I had no intentions to, of gaining anything. There's no reason. It's like the universe comes back and responds to you. And, and it's like, I, I kind of do the same thing when I'm doing these. I literally have nothing. I'm not really doing this. At the end of the day, I'm not really doing it for the money, I'm the prize money. I will do it, obviously, because I like to compete. But like I'm doing it to give people stuff and get, hopefully get, you know, get that energy back as well. And it's how we that's how we work together, you know, in these these groups, these masterminds. So, so during the master, sorry, Liz. So during the mastermind, I mean, I do the same thing. You know, we I always like to spill spill as much as I can, you know, because everything changes stuff changes left and right especially amazon every three to six months it's something changes so you got to be on top of your game you know and for some reason like us me doing the mastermind mastermind is not really a money maker we don't really make money off the mastermind mainly is the community that we're building you know so that's what it is it's 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 how we want to build the community how we get you know build this so that everyone has a good connection right now our membership is like our members are like 400 400 plus 400 500 maybe you know members in our mastermind so this is where you know we're talking about the elites you know you're talking about all the millionaires that we have in our in our reach you know a lot of stuff happens you know i've seen deals happen i've seen a lot of things connections happen in this mastermind as well as you know in the groups so this is like you know, I, and people are asking, how come you can have like every single mastermind, you're throwing out new stuff? Where do you get these new stuff? I think Liz is also talking about that too. You know, it just happens from all these 10, 13, I don't know how many years of experience that is, but I think I do 18 years now. So it's 18 years of experience that we have, like, so we can kind of accumulate it and, and, you know, help each other out. Everyone's helping everyone out in the group. 
Yeah, absolutely. A couple of things came to my mind. I, when people ask me how long I've been doing this, it's since I've been 19 years old. So I don't want to tell you guys how old I am because you're going to realize that I've got decades over most of you. <laughs> I might look young, but that's not the case. So I've been doing this for a, a very long time. But Corey, that's a pretty cool story that you told those dudes and scared the crap out of him. I'm kind of curious, like what, what the heck he was doing after you scared the crap out of him that, you know, that was like, just, you know, I know that was like life-changing advice, but I'm curious, like what he was doing, like, was he an entrepreneur now? Or was he like, I don't, I, honestly, I have no, I don't even remember his name. I just remember that moment and, and what happened. I'm very curious as well. And, and you know, yeah, what that influences. that's awesome though. That's awesome. And I see why you do what you do. And obviously I'm, I'm rooting for you to win that prize because I feel like you're going to buy us all some Don Julio. Don Julio and Corey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, by the way, another, I, I have another tip actually too. It's, sure. it's something small, it's something simple, but like it's something that I've noticed made a huge difference in one of these little stores that I have. Okay. So one of the things that I've learned, I used to work at the Apple store when it first opened up a long time ago, right? And when Steve Jobs was alive. And he had this motto that we had to, when we worked there, that we had to list, abide by. And it was called surprise and delight. And I always, I always remembered that and always stuck with me that you, you always have to have a surprise and delight attitude with people, especially with customers, right? Like, like they have a higher expectations, you need to take them even higher. So one of the things that I did, now this doesn't, this can't work for every store, but it works for my store is Everybody who purchases a product on my store, like on one of my stores, very particular, I actually give them a free product without even telling them, right? Like it's literally a surprise in every single one of my orders and Amazon hasn't flagged it, you know, so I got, you know, it's a little hidden thing that actually works. And I literally am giving them something free without even them even knowing. So when they open up this order and they're like, Oh my God, is this a mistake? I've got two of this, or I got this and this. I'm like, what's, what the heck? And then they, I have a little card that says, you know, Hey, this one is on us. No, we want nothing else, but to say, thank you. You know how many reviews I get as a result of that? Now, of course you have to understand though, your reviews count will have some manipulation with the fact of people saying, Oh, you know, I got a free product. I'm so excited. You know what I mean? So you have to be able to extend that because then it could go in the wrong direction. But me doing that made a massive difference in review counts. Massive. Like, and, it, and the cost of that product, that extra product was a dollar. So it literally cost me a dollar to convert, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't know the exact metrics, but the percentage was, was much higher than if like organically trying to request a review from the Amazon, which for me, I think is pretty pointless. Yeah, that's very cool. That's awesome. I've, I've obviously been surprised and delighted by many products. Like I, I've seen a couple people do that and it works really well. Cause I'm like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. But a, a dollar is actually quite a bit of money that you're spending on that. Most of the things that I get look like they're maybe 30, 40 cents, something really cheap. And I guess the dollar really kind of takes it over the top and people are kind of delighted with that. With that being said, let me ask you, I have one more question for you and then we'll see if Howie has any more, but what kind of opportunities do you see for a veteran sellers heading into the new year and, and the end of the year you mean for Q4. What, what what's yeah, the opportunity? Q4, just opportunity in general on Amazon. It could be, there's a specific niche is going well. There's a specific like platform. There's maybe a type of external traffic that's ranking anything you can think of that you see as an opportunity for a veteran seller. I mean, you know, I have to, I have to agree with the wolf on the previous call that native, I think, is absolutely crucial now for a lot of people to, to work on and focus on. 
it's a little bit more complex and it requires a lot of like training and, and, and focus. But I think that that's really going to be a lot of the future for people to be able to take that and use that leads and pixel your, your customers and be able to use them for remarketing stuff. I think with Facebook and the privacy, you know, yeah, you it's, it's still possible, but it's not like, not like it used to be. And there's, there's lots of tricks on, on commingling things together. But I, if I was to tell, like, if I was to give anybody advice, I'd say really focus on your native advertising, get involved in native advertising groups and stuff like that, and how to be able to, to build proper pre-sale stuff. And, and, and that's going to really help you convert sales much faster. Awesome. Awesome tip. Howie, any last thoughts from you for Corey before we say uh, goodbye here? Well, um, may the best man win. Well, that's the only thing I can say. I, I will win. <laughs> or, or woman, or woman, or woman. There you have it, people. This is like a challenge issued. Howie has just challenged Corey to step it up a notch, and I'm pretty sure he's going to. So um, we're going to leave off on that note. But before we do, let me just remind everybody that the event is October 4th and 5th in Las Vegas, Nevada. And in order to find out more information about the event, go to howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. That's howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. And I look forward to seeing both you, Corey, and you, Howie. It's been a while since we've seen each other. It's almost like, what is it, like a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a wow. long time. It doesn't even seem like that much time has gone by, but it has. So I'm super fired up. I know that Corey's going to bring it. I know that, as I keep saying, life gives to the giver, takes from the taker. And I know Corey is going to be there in full force. And I don't know, I'm, I'm putting a lot of my money early on on Corey. If we started like a betting pool, I would definitely put some money on Corey because I think he's got a terrific chance of repeating, three-peating in this case. Any final words from you about Corey uh, before we say goodbye here? No, I think I said a lot today. A lot. Yeah, he did. I got, he did. I, did a I, I got one more tip. Can I give one sure. more tip? Go right ahead, Corey. Woo. Okay. Woo. Again, it's it's basic stuff, but like <laughs> it's like it's something that I'm really like I think is important is make sure everybody make sure you guys have a Mercury.com account. Like I always tell people, Mercury is like or Founders Card. Get a Founders Card account too, especially before our events, because you're gonna probably use some of the perks that they have. But Mercury, they give you a five thousand dollar Amazon AWS credit. So like, if you don't have any kind of real estate set up or any kind of uh, blogs or traffic or anything, like this is a great opportunity for you to start building blogs. And and like for five thousand dollars worth of you know credit, you could set up a very a very good infrastructure and lightning fast landing pages that will cost you next to nothing. I'll have a lot of other resources that I'm going to give everybody to besides stuff like that. But I mean, I know for me, like I took advantage of that very early on with building stuff. I have some IT people from Upwork that I'll also recommend for you guys too. That's inexpensive. So your, your, your overhead costs are going to be extremely low to, to build out servers and, and have all that stuff, you know, organized. Anyway, just another tip I wanted to give everybody. So, so I just want to add to that, you know, this is a really good suggestion because everyone right now, if you want to up your game, you will have servers you will have landing pages landing pages you know funnels and stuff like that this is the this is going to be you know where I'm i was i'll keep on talking about is you know the internet marketing the digital marketing side everyone's you know doing the old school marketing now we are integrating into the amazon selling platform so we need to make sure that we're getting all these cold emails how are you going to convert them you got to get some funnels you got to or emails you know you know and sms and all those things that you've been collecting you want to reuse them so how do you use them you got to know and how to 
create and get more of these people to come in. You know, these are the funnels and you just stuff that you need to. So yeah, I, yeah, and it's it's important to understand. I mean, you're competing against some power sellers too, and especially it's so competitive with with lots of black hats still going on against you. Like a lot of competitors just are ruthless, you know. And I don't want to blame Chinese sellers, but we know that there's a lot of them that are really like they have massive amounts of people that are just doing black hat, you know, just to take down other accounts. So you really have to diversify your portfolio. You're not going to beat them, you know, like you have not, not, not when it comes to like trying to fight back and do black hat. So you need to well round your business and well round your avenues to be able to have the stuff that they may not be able to do. They may not be able to work on any type of many chat flows or, or native advertising or cold email as effective as you. That's why you got to take advantage of certain things that we can actually do and build a business that's going to be very, very profitable. I mean, there is like 50,000 50, sellers that got um, affected with, you know, Amazon cracking down on reviews and that in China. So there, they, I've seen all the big ones coming back up, you know, it just takes time. And I yeah. does not going to take too much time before then they come back up and be able to, to, to do their thing again. So, you know, there's always ways around stuff. So you got to got to hurry up and act quick and be able to up your game and be able to do things that they can't do in order to win the win you know well you know you know what's important howard is is one of the things that you mentioned and i I, you had you had another speaker there you know you had you know david actually was there at one of the other events and i felt it was so important listening to him because i never thought of the mentality of a chinese seller versus until David really started to give that information to us like that, that was so valuable because it's a completely different mindset than what we have as sellers, you know, in the U S it's just different, you know, and you have to respect their mindset and they have to respect our mindset. And it's like, if you do that, then you're going to understand how you can actually work around it and build your own business and make your own money. So like very valuable tools and very valuable information that David had that, that one time. Another thing is, I add to is, you know, guys, in China, I think I posted it up before, the Chinese government is giving out, Shenzhen, China, at least uh, in China, right? They're giving out 2 million RMB, which is equivalent to 305, 30, 300, 305, is it? 305,000 dollars in, in like money they're giving out so that they can actually have weapons to start competing with advertising and other things. You know, so you got to know they have that much money. PPC is going to go up for sure, right? And other things, you know, things like you know that you have to be worried about. So now it's all a lot more of the the skill set and how do you you know uh, harness that skill set to get clients and keep them. Yeah, so awesome. So Howie, you gave us a couple uh, tidbits there, as a couple insight to the future of what we can expect. And Corey, as usual over delivers and gave us a couple other tips. So again, if you guys want to sign up, head on over to howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. And I think that's a fantastic way to sign off. But again, howardtie.com forward slash elite 2021. I look forward to seeing you guys there. And on behalf of Howie and Corey, we'll see you guys there. Bye guys. Bye everybody. Welcome to the Professor's Podcast, where we discuss the best strategies to massively improve the reach and bottom line of your business in the current virtual and economic landscape. Your host, Howard Tai, generates over $5 billion for his clients annually using innovative tactics both on and off Amazon.